Welcome to Healthy Choices with your host, Ray Solano from Austin, Texas. We're ready for your calls right now. Call in toll-free at 877-956-9566. Now, here's your host, Ray Solano. Good afternoon and welcome to this special edition of Healthy Choices. This XM Radio, and we are broadcasting live right here on XM 131 and 1570 Wellness Radio. And we have a really, really great show. Real quickly, my name is Sean Young, a.k.a. A.R. Shanto, and I'm filling in for the vacationing Ray Solano. And our guest co-host today is one of my favorite uh, guests that we always have. It's Dr. Anthony we're going to have him on here in just a second. I want to let you know today's show is sponsored by PD Labs. And we always say here at Healthy Choices that you always have choices in your health care. And you're going to enjoy today's show as well. Uh, PD Labs is a national licensed specialty pharmacy that focuses on research-based custom medicines or medications such as R3, RG3 Synapsin. You can check out their website at pdlabsrx.com. That's pdlabsrx.com for further details or call them at 512-210-0724. Real quickly, um, just to give you a little bit of my background, I host a show called Try This Dish Radio, and I talk about food and talk to all of the chefs around the world. So if you want to find out more about what I do, you can always hit up Facebook, and when you get there, just search Try This Dish Radio. I want to welcome everybody to the show. We've got a really great show here. Dr. Anthony Capasso is joining me right now. Hello, doctor. How are you doing today? I'm doing great, Sean. Thanks for having me on. Well, absolutely. Thanks for coming. I love some of the things you're doing. Real quickly, tell me, how did you you get started with what you're doing? Um, So I'm a board-certified internal medicine physician, and I practice in Jacksonville, Florida. And when I first got out um, over 25 years ago, what I realized was that, you know, my residency and my medical school didn't really prepare me for taking care of, um, you know, the nutritional aspects of a lot of my patients. Mm -hmm. And what I I found is that uh, my diabetic patients weren't really doing well, you know, and I was doing everything I was basically trained to do. And they were on a uh, you know, the ADA diet, which is predominantly carbohydrates, and they were coming back in, their sugars were higher, they're feeling tired, they're gaining weight, and they're getting all those bad complications that occur when you've got diabetes. So, you know, I really, I, I really, you know, I, I'm someone that wants to, to make a change, wants things to, you know, wants to improve the lives of my patients and to, to really be a good educator. And so that's when I started to really look at um, different nu- nutrition, different diets, and how... I could um, change that and help people get off their medications. And so I I went really more towards a a more functional approach to medicine based on the fact that I I realized that I needed to do something to really help my patients. Mm, Very, very nice. Well, um, you know, we've got the fall season season coming up and we've got stress and we've got, you know, just trying to, you know, work hard. We're trying to go to parties. We're going to, you know, have Thanksgiving. We're going to have Christmas. How should we, this year, how should we work on our diets as far as dieting and, and trying to keep, you know, on a healthy track? So um, I think, you know, the most important thing with, 
with kind of the nutrition that you take in is you have to kind of match that macronutrient blend to, you know, what your, what your body's demands are. So in simple terms, if you're highly active, then you can eat more carbohydrates and there's not a problem. Mm. But because of, you know, what I call the SAD diet or the standard American diet, which is high in um, calories, high in, you know, um, refined sugars and, and bad fats, it really damages internally the health of our cells. And there's one organelle in there that is so powerful that if it's messed up, it causes us not to feel good. And that's the mitochondria. I know in, in past shows, you know, that's one of the, that's one of my passions. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, if you've got mitochondrial dysfunction, um, you know, you're going to have low energy, poor focus, you're going to have weight gain, um, and even serious issues like heart problems and brain problems. So what I, you know, and I commonly see this in my medical practice that my patients come in complaining of these things. And, you know, I tell them, listen, your body is talking to you. It's time to listen. And, and your body's sending you signals, you know, that your cells need help. And, um, you know, for my overweight patients or any of them that have chronic problems, I try to get them to understand the importance of improving their mitochondria because that's the, the, the root cause of so many illnesses. Um, you know, and I know last week mm-hmm. the show um, you spoke about this supportive cancer prevention. Yes. And mitochondrial dysfunction or, you know, not having the mitochondria working right is at the core of many cancers. Mm. So this is, a, this is a perfect way for us to kind of support the, you know, our cellular health through improving our body's mitochondria. Absolutely, because you were on last week talking about your recent research that you had about this co- condition. Now, what is a mitochondria? What, what, is it, what exactly is it? So, so mitochondria, you can think of mitochondria are, are, in really simple terms, kind of the batteries, the powerhouses of your cells. So they oh. produce all the energy that allow you to think, that allow you to move, that allow all your organs to work properly. Um, and what happens is it's normal as we age for that number of mitochondria to decrease every year. So there's about an 8 to 10% loss of mitochondria every decade after the age 30, mm. and that's part of that normal aging process. But what I'm here to tell you is that that doesn't have to occur. There's ways to reverse this process, and we can reverse it through particular ways of eating, particular diets, mm-hmm. and particular nutrients. And when you combine diets, nutrients, and exercise, that's like the perfect kind of trifecta, sort of, you know, three, three-phase approach to really getting your body back into, um, into that healthy, high-metabolism state. Well, you so, know, that, that's, that's interesting because I've always heard of it, but I've never, uh, I've never knew what it was. So the way... It, it does, And it does more than that, so I'll I'll hopefully help explain a couple other things. So what your mitochondria do is they take the food that you eat. So if you eat fats or you eat carbohydrates or proteins, when that gets broken down, the mitochondria take those foods and they make energy. Mm. So that's one of the main things. So they are your metabolism centers of your body. So when people say, I have a slow metabolism, well, then I know that they've got mitochondrial dysfunction. Mm. Um, they're also involved with hormones and hormone production and then endocrine system. So the production of hormones like testosterone and estrogen are closely driven by mitochondrial function. 
They're involved with calcium regulation in your body, and they're also involved with cell death. So when your cells aren't working properly, the mitochondria tell them to basically die off so your body can clear out that, you know, that old cell so it doesn't get damaged. And, And that's where they think that some of the you know, the cancers are mm-hmm. driven where that mitochondria doesn't shut off and it keeps growing. And that's why I say mitochondrial dysfunction is, is you know, could be the core of many cancers because that's why a lot of them will, will keep growing and, um, and not, um, um, not respond to the normal, you know, shutdown uh, things that our body tells it to do. Interesting. You know, I... Um... That's interesting. Like I said, I've always wanted to know. And we are live here at XM131. If you want to call in with a question or a comment, you can call us and reach us at 877-956-9566. And Dr. Capasso, how can people reach out to you if they have any questions? Uh, you know, how can sure. they, they get help? Yeah, yeah. Um, so my office number is area code 904-694-0992. Um, and they're welcome to, to reach out to me that way. Um, if they're interested in, in um, my website, it's um, thinmdmedspa.com. Um, I've got several websites, but that's, that's my main website. And you can go to the Contact Us Now and put your email and any questions you have, and I'll be sure to, uh, to make sure that we get a response back. Absolutely. I suggest anybody out there that, that uh, you know, look into your health. This is... Uh... Uh, something you definitely want to look at. Now, you have a website that you can take a, a a test to see, you know, where you're at. Am I correct? Yeah. So, you know, one of the things that that I did was just to kind of simplify things is, you know, if my, you know, if you're having symptoms, um, we'll say that you're feeling fatigued and tired, or your endurance is low, or you're not sleeping well. Um, you know, you may be gaining weight. Um, your memory is down, or your libido's down. Um, you know, those are all signs that the mitochondria isn't working very well. Mm-hmm. And you can go to mitoquiz.com, M-I-T-O-Q-U-I-Z.com, and there's a really short quiz that will give you an assessment to let you know if you may have, um, you know, some mitochondrial problems. In your practice when it came to, you know, the research that you've, that you've been doing here on mitochondria, uh, not only does it affect cancer, but it affects really any kind of disease uh, problem that you, we, we could have in our bodies altogether. Am I correct? Right, because mitochondria is in all of our cells, right? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it makes those cells and organs work correctly. So it's linked to heart disease. It's linked to things like dementia and Parkinson's disease. Mm. Um, it's linked to endocrine issues. Um, so it's really... You know, like I said, it's the vital part of our cells that if we're not looking at that um, and how well it works, then we're kind of missing the picture. You know, you always should go towards fixing whatever the problem is or the root problem of it. And the thing about mitochondria, and this is kind of what I explain to my patients, is that um, mitochondria can get injured really, really easily. Um, the analogy that sometimes I use is, is um, you know, um, the superhero Superman, you know, he's this man of steel and, and, um, uh, and, but he's got a, you know, he's got a weakness, which is kryptonite mm-hmm. and our mitochondria have a weakness too. And the number one weakness 
that kind of kills off our mitochondria that I see, especially in the United States, is the standard American diet, this high-carbohydrate, high-sugar diet. Yes. And what happens is, is high sugars, as, as the mitochondria break it down and make energy, the byproducts that are produced during that process, we call those reactive oxygen species or um, free radicals. I think a lot of people have heard of that term before. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, and, and these free radicals damage your cells, including your mitochondria. And so what happens is you start getting less mitochondria. They start um, functioning much um, less. And all those symptoms occur, like the fatigue, the endurance, and then all those age-related diseases like diabetes, hypertension, start to come into play because your body can't fix itself, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And so it's all about how to fix yourself naturally. And if you're not looking at your mitochondria, you're going to miss the boat. Okay, so that is, it really is the root cause of, of all evil, so to speak, in your body. You know, it wrecks your body. It, it absolutely does. It absolutely does. Well, you know, I was, I was diagnosed with type 2 diabetes last year, and uh, we're definitely going to talk about this here in a little bit. Um, keto, the ketogenic diet, and, you know, you're, you're an expert in that and intermittent fasting, and I find it fascinating that, I don't know if a lot of people understand how well that works. I went from 10, my, my uh, A1C went from 10.5 to 7.5 in less than six oh, months. That's great. And, I, and, and this was not met. I quit taking my metformin because I got, had a, something going on with my hand, and I suspect it could be something with that. I don't know, and I don't want to say that it was, but I stopped taking all of my medicine. I, I'm not a medicine person. Um, now I've slid it, slid off of it a little bit, but I'm trying to get back on it, but I'm living proof that that diet actually worked. It's not really a diet. It's a way of eating. Explain to me a little bit about the ketogenic diet. Okay. So, um, ketosis, the term ketosis means that your body's in a fat burning state Mm -hmm. and any diet where we reduce carbohydrates, um, will kind of stimulate this ketosis. Mm-hmm. And so whether we're doing a fasting diet or, you know, intermittent fasting or fasting mimicking diet like the Prolon, which we've discussed, mm-hmm. or any low-carbohydrate diet or the ketogenic diets. Now, one of the first ketogenic diets was Atkins. Yes. Um, and Atkins had it, you know, in my mind, about 50% right. Um, he understood that carbohydrates were evil and probably the biggest evil. But what he, I think what he missed out on is the fact that not all fats are healthy. Yeah. So ketogenic diets are essentially high-fat diets, medium protein, and very, and very low carbs. Mm-hmm. And what it does is it forces your body, that mitochondria, to burn fats preferentially over anything else. And when you start burning fats, it's, it's a really neat thing. Um, what happens is, is that your insulin resistance and your sugars improve dramatically. Yes. Um, it also helps with mental focus and clarity, and I'm sure that um, you've probably felt that since you've been eating more ketogenic. Yes, yes. Um, there's anti-aging um, um, enzymes that kind of get turned down in your body when your body is in the state of ketosis. And what ketosis is is essentially your your liver turns the fats into ketone bodies, mm-hmm. and these ketone bodies kind of fuel your brain and your muscles. Um, so any diet that's low in carbohydrate will get you into ketosis, and there's these incredible kind of anti-aging effects that you get. 
Um, and one of them is, and, and the, main, the main one is it stimulates mitochondrial function. So that's why a lot of these diets, um, people feel so good and they have such great success because they're hitting that core reason that they haven't been able to sustain, you know, this weight loss that, you know, kind of, you know, this yo-yoing that, that may be going on mm-hmm. because they're not truly correcting that underlying problem. Mm-hmm. Well, you can give us a call here and and talk to the great doctor at 877-956-9566, 877-956-9566. And like you said, it, it, so you basically, when you do the ketogenic diet, your key, the ketones basically reset your cells, reset the mitochondria, which actually acts as a a healing process for your body. Um, you know, you can think of it that way. Mm -hmm. And, um, the you know, when you eat uh, fats, mm-hmm. um, certain fats can be very protective for the cell and the mitochondria because, you know, as I mentioned earlier, when you eat carbohydrates, you produce these kind of bad byproducts to make energy. Well, fats don't do that, especially the median chain triglyceride fats, um, the fats that we see in um, coconut oil, for instance, ah. um, and, and um, you know, or just MCT. So those fats, get into the mitochondria really, really easily. Mm-hmm. The mitochondria burn it off much cleaner, mm-hmm. and there's no byproducts to injure the cell or the mitochondria later. So it has a, you know, more of a protective effect, I would say, on your body than, um, than carbohydrates do. Well, very good. Well, we have a call. Caller, uh, what's your first name and where are you calling from? Uh, Gary uh, from Huntsville, Alabama. Well, thank you for calling, Gary. What's your question or comment? Yes, uh uh, well, I'm I, I'm a I'm a diabetic, and mm-hmm. uh, I've uh, you know they 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 got various opinions about ketogenic diets and all all those other things, and and uh, I'm a firm believer that the mitochondria is uh, one of the sources of the of your main health, and and I, I was wondering what what would what kind of nutrition what kind of nutrition and uh, the Eating and uh, should, should a person do to for overall good health uh, of the mitochondria and uh, and I'll, I'm just uh, overall good good uh, combination of nutrients and stuff. That's a great question. Yeah, sure. So um, I have a hierarchy of kind of healthy fats, healthy carbohydrates, and and kind of healthy proteins. And I think if you stay at the high end of those, your body's just going to run better. Um, my bias. If you look at a lot of the clinical studies is keeping your carbs low, especially if you're a type 2 diabetic or you don't basically handle sugars, starches, or carbs well, why flood that system that just mucks up the system? And, you know, what I, how I describe it to my patients is um, sugar, carbohydrates, or starches, you know, it's the same thing as caramel. And what happens is it's called, car- you know, I, I, I look at it as caramelization of your internal organs. And that's what the hemoglobin yeah. A1C is. Yeah. It's how much sugar is attached to that hemoglobin molecule, this protein. So you're caramelizing it. And then everything starts to mess up. So dietarily, the most important thing is to eat healthy carbohydrates. And those carbohydrates are going to be greens and colorful vegetables. Mm. Um, and those are pretty much unlimited. You know, you're not going to have any problems with your sugars, you know, if you're eating um, spinach and kale and broccoli and green beans, you know, those are, those are great um, nutrients. Um, and then certain fruits, 
um, because fruits are high in sugar, you have to be careful not to flood your body with a ton of sugar because you don't handle it. So mm-hmm. I usually like low glycemic fruits, preferably berries mm. in very small amounts. So like blueberries, raspberries, strawberries are okay. Um, occasionally a little bit of an apple is fine, um, you know, but usually stick to a lower amount of those fruits, even though fruits can be healthy. Because you don't manage carbohydrates, if you put that in the system, your sugars will go up. Um, And then healthy fats. And this is the thing with keto, which I think is the most important thing. You need to make sure that you're eating the healthy fats and not the unhealthy fats. And so my hierarchy, you know, my number one fat is going to be the omega-3 fatty acids that we see in the cold water fish like salmon Mm. or in walnuts or chia. Um, I think that's by far the best fat. And the reason is the more that you have that in your body, the lower your inflammation can be. Uh And it can really reduce a lot of those chronic inflammatory problems that lead to all those, you know, secondary, secondary problems that you have with diabetes. So the fats that I like are the omega-3s. I like um, walnuts, almonds. I love olives, you know, um, the omega-9s and olive oil, which are great for you. a little bit of saturated fat is okay. Um, you just have to be careful being a diabetic, uh, being a diabetic, because those saturated fats can drive more of that inflammatory process. So, my preference is um, a good MCT oil um, um, because it seems to burn much cleaner without really causing um, too many problems with with your uh, cholesterol numbers. Was that helpful? No, it was. Uh, I, I, I personally take the MCT powder uh, uh, for energy because I get up like 2.30 in the morning. I go to work at like 4, and I, I put in some MCT powder in my uh, in my coffee. Uh, that's, here, that's great. Here, here, like, and that, that's, that gives me a lot of good energy and everything, and I, I just wanted to I want for, well, MCT powder, uh, would, would, it, would it bother my diabetes? And uh, also... Uh, here lately, I've been, I've been having sleepless nights, and I can't determine why I don't sleep. I'm not sleeping well because usually I sleep real good. Yeah, MCT powder is phenomenal for mitochondrial health, and it will not, um, it should not at all affect uh, your diabetes. Um, it probably will help improve it in the long run just by using it, and that's why you're getting such positive effects from it. Uh, I, I know. I know. I've got a lot of better circulation, and uh, and I've had a lot more energy, you know, than mm-hmm. I've had before. So just you know, well, very, but, well, very nice. Was, yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, I, I know. I know. I know that since uh, I was on low carb diet, I think I might have took it too far, and and I didn't have enough uh, sure, you know, carbs in my system to make me feel good. So when I started taking the MCT powder, it uh, it's just like you know, for the first month, I was like, you know, all I mean, all energy. Uh, I mean, I just it did it, it all over. I mean, mainly, mainly, uh, every aspect of my life had, had was dramatically improved. You know. And oh, it's great. In fact, we made a um, you know one of the things that I made was um, an exogenous ketone powder mm-hmm. and with MCT in it. So I've got that for exactly the reasons that uh, that you discussed. It, it's incredible. It's, it's one of the best fuels for your mitochondria. 
and it helps with that sustained energy without the drop-offs and really a real clean fuel for it. Um, so, yeah, you're, you're definitely on the right track. Well, thank you for your call. And speaking of, now you, we have a special going on right now at XM, uh, HealthyChoicesXM.com, and it's your Mitoblast and your Ketoline powder. Am I correct? Um, yes, absolutely. So um, the Mitoblast and the Ketoline, both what we're doing is if, if you buy one um, bottle, you'll get 50% off your second bottle. All right. And all they have to do is call my office. It's 904-694-0992. That's 904-694-0992. And when we come back, we will continue talking about ketoline and uh, mitochondria. And thank you for listening to Healthy Choices XM on 131 and 1570. We shall return.
Let's talk about your healthy choices. We have room for you right now. Toll free at 877-956-9566. Ketoline, new formulation by Dr. Anthony Capazzo. We spoke about last week. This new professional formulation not only is the best tasting lemon flavored drink, but is medically proven to put patients in ketosis quickly. We sold out of the first production run immediately, but all of our listeners and healthy choices can pre-order today by texting us your phone number, 512 512- Two one nine zero seven two four, and mention healthy choices in your text, and we'll put you on a special waiting list, giving you some special privileges, and we're going to give you free shipping for the next batch of Keto Lean. Check out our website, Healthy Choices XM, for the new Keto Lean product by Dr. Anthony Capazzo. Again, this is probably the best tasting, most effective ketogenic drink on the market. So check it out, Keto Lean. Dr. Andrew Camposo is with us today, and if you have a question or comment, you can always reach out to us at 877-956-9566. Andy, or Dr. Camposo, tell me a little bit about your program and Ketoline and Mitoblast as well. Sure, absolutely. So um, Ketoline, um, you know, I the, the, what we call the, the Keto Complete program, mm-hmm. I formulated that, you know, basically after – seeing a lot of my patients kind of fail to lose weight and having, you know, when they were on keto, they were even having problems with uh, constipation on it. Their cholesterol was going up. Mm -hmm. um, Their liver enzymes may be going up or electrolyte issues, or they were suffering from keto flu. So that's, you know, that's when I kind of did more of a deep dive, you know, just like I did with my diabetics early on. Uh And what I found is, is that, you know, there's some really easy ways to help people, lose weight much more effectively if they just know what the right things to do are. Mm-hmm. And so um, I use these exogenous ketone powders, the same type of um, ketone that your body produces, kind of that natural ketone, to help get your body thinking it's in this ketogenic state. And what your body does is once it has ketones in the blood, it kind of preferentially shuts down carb burning and improves your fat burning. Mm-hmm. Um, and then most importantly, it kind of helps you avoid that keto flu. So as you completely stop eating carbs, I don't know if you, you know, if you did this or not, um, your body just crashes pretty hard. Yes. You can't sleep. Yes. You're achy. I mean, you just don't feel good. Absolutely. So, so, um, you know, and so what we did was, was when you, when you add that exogenous ketone, that, that keto flu gets blunted dramatically. Oh. Um, and, and, and then when I add a little bit of the MCT powder, we see all the benefits of improved energy so you're not, you're not crashing out really, really quick. Mm-hmm. So that was one of the ways just to help people stay in ketosis, get them into ketosis easier, help them stay in it, and then the ketone powders themselves actually suppress your appetite so you don't feel hungry on it. In fact, when we, st- we first start using the ketone powders, I usually suggest using a little bit because you may feel a little nauseous on it. Mm-hmm. And then after a while, you'd be able to do a full scoop of it. Um, but that's, that's, you know, that's normal with, the, with you know, those ketone salts. Um, but it's been, it's been great because it allows patients, like I said, to get into ketosis easier and to stay in ketosis. And, and it goes along with, you know, what I think one of the most important things for our health is, is having healthy mitochondria, right? Because mm-hmm. both 
the ketone powders and the MCT really support mitochondrial function. Um, they help improve it. So it's, you know, it's just a great way for people to lose weight effectively and feel good. Absolutely. Now, um, keto, how long does it take for you to get into ketosis? How do you, how do you, what's that process of getting there? Um, so, you know, it can vary from person to person. Mm -hmm. Um, it, it can sometimes take up to five days. You know, it really is dependent on your carbohydrate stores that are in your muscle, mm -hmm. how and how easily you burn those off, and how much carbs you're putting in per day. So, on the short end of probably three to five days mm -hmm. for most people to get in ketosis. Um, but they still, you know, as their body's kind of transitioning, you know, you can kind of not feel good for, you know, a week or two. Yeah. You know, that keto flu. Um, now, when you're doing the intermittent fasting, you have a program, I believe, that helps with this. Am I correct? Yeah, so, you know, there is a program that comes out of the University of Southern Cal. Um, there's a scientist, Dr. Longo, it's called Prolon. And um, Prolon is interesting. So what, what we've known for a long time is that when you do intermittent fasting, which is just not eating for a certain time period, mm -hmm. um, it really puts your body into this protective mode because, you know, as I mentioned earlier, it stimulates mitochondrial function. And so what um, Dr. Longo found when he was doing this program is that he can kind of trick the body to think that it's fasting, but it's really not fasting. Mm -hmm. So it's called a fasting mimicking diet. And what he found was that, um, you know, in the studies is that not only do you lose weight, it's only five, you know, five days a month, and mm -hmm. he did it for three months, that it showed that the inflammatory markers started to reduce. Um, the hemoglobin A1C, that diabetic marker, got better. Yes. Cholesterol numbers got better. And then, in, you know, two weeks after doing it, they saw this rise of stem cells, which is that kind of protective um, response in your body that allows it to go heal things that aren't, that aren't working right. So really cool program. I, I love it for a lot of different reasons. I think in, in people that have a lot of inflammation, it's a great way to get your body into a... Um, a certain place, and then um, I'll transition either into, you know, a ketogenic diet or, um, you know, with powder, or I'll just do a low glycemic diet. And it's been phenomenal for my patients um, in regards to how well they feel and, and how quickly they feel um, better. So it's a pretty neat program. It, it, it is. I, uh, and like I said, I, I don't do that particular program, but I'm well aware of his uh, work because when I, uh, Last year when I found out I had diabetes, I, I was looking for something different. And I like the way you phrased it, that you basically we're carbonizing our, our, our blood, really, because that's when I thought about, okay, diabetes means that I have a lot of sugar that's still in my bloodstream. So there's only two ways to get it out. and Well, there's one way to get it out. And <laughs> there's, to me, it was like filling up a cup. And I watched some people on uh, uh, TED Talk talk about this. And I've, it made me, it dawned on me, okay, if I stop putting so much in, then I will, re will naturally reduce it. And then when I look at intermittent fasting and the ketone, uh, ketogenic diet, I'm, I'm making it better because I'm not, you know, you, sugar's not going to re rekindle itself once you get it out of your body unless you put it back in. So I found it fascinating about the ketogenic diet.
for sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and, and like I said, the, the most important thing, anything that you do, um, you know, any type of dietary change that you do is to follow up with your physician. Make sure that they're checking your labs. Make sure yeah. that things are working right, you know. Um, and But, you know, you can, you can definitely do keep the keto diets the wrong way. I mean, I, and like I said, I, I've seen it in my clinics. That's why I, that's why I came up with my program because I wanted to be able to give them give my patients a really easy way, an easy protocol for mm-hmm. them to follow to get the best results. Now, how um, can, I've, you know, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go, go ahead. I'm sorry. Um, so, um, you know, and so that was, that was like, you know, one of the big drivers um, of, of, you know, making that program. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, you know, I've got nutritionists that, that help coach my patients. So, it, it really helps keep people on the right track. Um, and, you know, my goal is not to prescribe medicines. It's how can I take medications away? How can we get your body to fix itself? And that's the way medicine should be. And unfortunately, it's really not. It's, it's unfortunately driven a lot by, um, you know, you've got a symptom. Here's a medication. Your cholesterol's high. Here, take this cholesterol pill. Your sugar's high. Take this pill. But you're absolutely right. If you've got problems with your carbohydrates and you and, and you put a bunch in, you're never gonna exactly you know get your diabetes under control, right? A- absolutely. So, and you know the two ways that we lower sugars is by burning them up by being more active mm-hmm. or putting less in. And exactly. when you combine those two, it's a great great stimulus for overall health. Now, you want to talk a brush up on something that you talked about. Um. Taking the medicine, when you started working with diabetic people, I, I want people to understand where you're coming from. The medicine only treats the symptom, but it doesn't treat the problem. Right. So when you have diabetes, there's a whole slew of things that could be going wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, you may have heard the term insulin resistance. Yes, that's what I am. Um, and, yeah, and so insulin resistance is where your body makes so first off, insulin is the hormone that's produced from the gland called the pancreas that allows the sugar to be absorbed into the muscle. Mm-hmm. And with type 1 diabetes, you typically don't make enough insulin and your sugars are high because there's not enough around. That's why you have to take insulin. Mm-hmm. Type 2 diabetics, which is way more common, probably 80% of the population, oh, easy. Um, is where your body's insulin just doesn't work right. Mm-hmm. In fact, you may be producing more insulin, but you're not seeing uh, the effect of it bringing your sugars down. Mm-hmm. So, you know, one of the common blood tests that I'll do on my patients, all patients that come in, whether they're diabetics or not, is I look at a fasting insulin level. I look at a fasting insulin, a fasting sugar, and that hemoglobin A1C marker that you were talking about. Mm-hmm. And that really gives me a great idea if we're dealing with insulin resistance and um, reasons that they may be having problems managing their sugars. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of reasons for insulin resistance. One of, the, one of the most important reasons is just being overweight. If you've got a lot of fat on your body, mm-hmm. that fat will make your insulin not work right. The other reason you kind of alluded to earlier was how stressful we all are. Uh-huh. And stress produces a hormone called cortisol. So one of the other blood markers that I look at is cortisol. If that's really, really high and... Um, you know, their morning sugar may be high, but their A1C is low, they may have insulin resistance just from that. Mm. Um, 
Other reasons that you can get insulin resistance can be related to low magnesium levels, which is extremely common. And I'll tell you, one of the easiest things that a diabetic can do to help improve insulin resistance is make sure that their magnesium is at an optimal level. Magnesium actually is such a cool mineral. It's, it is so important for our cells. There's over 300 different cellular reactions that use it as a cofactor inside our cells, and it can regulate up to 20 different genes. Really? And one of the, yes. One of the genes that it regulates is this, glucose, this what we call glucose transfer gene, hmm. and that's involved with how your body absorbs insulin. Really? So, you know, just making sure your magnesium levels are in a good place can help fix some of these underlying causes. And then there's a, there's a whole slew of other things that can cause insulin resistance, and especially in younger females that are having hormonal disturbances like mm-hmm. polycystic ovarian syndrome, and that's where these hormones will cause the insulin not to, not to work right, and what we'll see is weight gain in that population. Absolutely. Well, we're, you're listening to Healthy Choices XM here on XM 131 and AM 1570 Wellness Radio. Uh, if you want to give us a call, you can. We still have a little bit of time, 877-956-9566. Again, 877-956-9566. Now, magnesium, that's quite interesting. I'll be honest with you, I was actually thinking about, because uh, I use magnesium sometimes to cleanse. And I, it's interesting you said that because I wanted to, I, I, you know, I figured it couldn't hurt, so, but it, it absolutely helps, huh? So, yeah, so let me tell you some caveats about magnesium. Yes. Um, mag <laughs> doesn't get absorbed very well. That's why it cleans yeah. out. And there's certain forms of magnesium that are a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Um, the form of magnesium that I like is called magnesium malate. Okay. Um, it's just a little easier absorbed. Um, and you'd be surprised at how much magnesium your body can take, and most of us way underdose magnesium. Um, but the other magnesiums, like magnesium citrate, sulfate, or oxide, they're, they're pretty irritating to the gut. Yes. So if you've got a sensitive gut, you just have to be, be aware if you're going to be using that. Um, and, um, you know, talking about magnesium, the, the other thing that magnesium is, is pretty um, cool for, certain magnesiums will get into the, into the brain, and there's um, a, mag- a form of magnesium called magnesium trionate, and that can help. And what they've shown is, is that uh, depression can be caused from low magnesium. So, really? you know, if, if you're suffering from depression, then the magnesium that I would suggest would be the magnesium trionate, um, which, um, uh, you know, it can be found um, in um, um, certain manufacturers that will manufacture that. As a physician who helps with diabetes, type 2 diabetes and diabetes. The question I have for you, what are we looking at in the next 10 years? I mean, and I'll be honest with you, and I want everybody to understand this, I would have never guessed that I would have had diabetes ever. I mean, maybe in my younger years, I mean, in my younger years, I could eat two Big Mac meals in one sitting. I haven't been able to do that in almost 10 years. Um, but I think a lot of my problem, or some of the problem I had for sure, is I would eat late at night and then go to bed so my food wouldn't digest the way it's supposed to. But in, are we looking at a serious epidemic with diabetes? I mean, I, I, I'll be honest with you. I'll go to a store or I'll go to a restaurant and I'll see all this stuff, and I'm just like, that's a diabetic heart attack waiting for you. Right, right. We. 
Um, Sean, we already have it. Mm. You know, um, uh, a couple years ago, you know, they basically stated that um, because of childhood diabetes right now, yes. that we're going to outlive our children. Wow. So, and and like I like I mentioned earlier, you know, the mitochondria are, are you know they've got a weakness, just mm-hmm. you know, just like Superman has with kryptonite. Um, high carbohydrates are one of the main weaknesses. The others are medications, yeah, um, antibiotics, yes, cholesterol lowering medicines, the statins, the blood pressure medicines like the beta blockers. They all injure it, and then you start looking at. Um, environmental toxicities like BPA in the plastics. Um, you start looking at heavy metals. You start looking at um, poor sleep, high cortisol. Mm. All of those things damage your mitochondria. So we're living in a higher stress, you know, society. Mm-hmm. Our diets are horrible. Um, are horrible, <laughs> right? And, it, and you know, you know, one of the things that I, you know, that that um, you know, the analogy that I use is, you know. Um, you know, trying to be thin in America is like walking into a <laughs> casino and expecting to win. The odds are right. That's true. <laughs> um, I mean, you can go, you know, for minimal money and buy the worst food for your body, the worst fuel to fuel your body that just causes all kinds of damage slowly. And before you know it, you've got this snowball effect of chronic ailment. Well, speaking of that, now, part of the, you know, like I said, I'm the host of a, a radio show called Try This Dish Radio. And one of the things that we, we do is we're the, the spoken voice for the World Food Championships. And so that's where they a, a lot of the chefs get together and, and they, they're basically having a food sport. They're having a food fight in, in a sense where they are trying to win prizes and get to the top of the of the deal and so there's all types of food so i'm gonna have i'm gonna be going to alabama to to cover that as a diabetic and really for anybody that's going to be looking at different types of food what's the easiest thing that i can do as far as like if i need to go to a fast food place or i'm just driving you know just you know what should i look at on the menu you know, I, I, I look at kind of three things. Mm-hmm. I look at, I want to make sure that I have a healthy protein, so I want to find the best um, protein I can get. I love fish, yes. so fish is going to be the top for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I know some people aren't, you know, don't like fish, so I eat fish probably two out of three meals a day. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, nice. I, then I would look for, you know, organic, free-range chicken, okay. um, or... If it was going to be a red meat, I would look for something grass-fed, something okay. that's going to have a, a, a healthier fat in it. Okay. Um, so grass-fed beef would be it. And then I would look for some some good vegetables, you know, some greens, um, asparagus, broccoli, cauliflower, um, you know, peppers, anything that's, that's got a lot of color in it has a lot of great antioxidants. So lean protein, a nice low-glycemic vegetable, mm-hmm. and then some healthy fats. Um so things like olives, walnuts, almonds, macadamia nuts, um, those are all really, really good healthy fats that you need to have at every meal. And if you're constantly pouring the healthy nutrients in your body, your body's going to respond. Um, it becomes much more difficult when you're on the road. Yeah. Um, and very few fast foods, I would say, have anything that's truly that healthy for you. I mean, I guess if you look at the salads, okay. as, long as, it's, as long as you're not loading it up with 
Um, ranch dressing or something like that. Ranch dressing, yeah. yeah. I mean, a, a good olive oil and vinegar dressing is perfect. Um, and, you know, it's not full of croutons and the bread and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, and there's there's some chicken on it or, or something else. And, you know, I think that's probably one of the better options for sure. Okay. But I think, I think if you just stick in that realm of, you know, I want the healthiest protein, the healthiest vegetable, and I want some healthy fats with my meal. And, you, you know, um, that's how I look when I go out to restaurants. Um, and sometimes, I, you know, I don't want to say I'm a little bit of a pain, but, you know, there's certain things that my body is sensitive to, like dairy, that I don't want in my body because I don't feel good. So, um, you know, that's one of the proteins that I don't like for a lot of my patients because of, of food sensitivities and dairy sensitivities that a lot of us have and don't even realize it. Well, very good. We have a call. Caller, uh, first name and where are you calling from, please? Um, my name is Sean, and I'm calling from Portland, Oregon. Well, hello, Sean. Welcome, welcome to the show. My name is also Sean. How can we uh, help you? What's your question or comment? My question is, if you have high levels of cortisol, what can you do? Um, so if you've got high levels of cortisol, the first thing you need to do is you need to figure out how to balance your life because usually it's related to some form of high stress. Um, you've got to look at your sleep patterns and make those better. You have to make sure that you're not taking any, you know, too much stimulants during the day, like if you're drinking a pot of coffee throughout the day. Um, that can definitely drive up your cortisol. Mm. Um, so, you know, you know um, I love... Um, a little little bit of exercise. Um, I love some type of, um, you know, whether it's prayer or uh, meditation or something that really helps calm your body. And then there's a whole slew of nutrients if you've got high cortisol in the morning. One of them is a low-dose melatonin. You know, anywhere from like one to five milligrams at night can actually help suppress that um, high cortisol that may be waking you up in the middle of the night. Um, there's a whole slew of things. Magnesium, I love at night because of that calming effect. That can also help calm um, down um, your cortisol, as can other other herbs and nutrients. Um, you know that sometimes we use specifically um, to do that. There's um, an extract, amino extract from green tea called L-theanine, which is great for calming cortisol down. So I love using that in in my products. There's also another combination herbs called Relora. So the most important thing is really look at balancing your life, um, getting in a structure um, where you have some relaxation that you're doing, some prayer, and then a little bit of exercise, and then you can use nutrients to augment that. Would you take the magnesium also with the um, melatonin? Melatonin. Yeah, at nighttime, definitely. I would... You could I would use, use around five, 500 milligrams of magnesium at night with a really low-dose melatonin. You don't want to take high-dose melatonin because it actually is stimulatory and it can keep you up. Oh. So, okay. you know, anywhere from one to five milligrams, um, I would start more on the lower end. Okay. All right. Thank uh, you. Thank you, Sean. Thank you for the call. We're, uh, we're just about out of time. Real quickly, if you want to more information about uh, Dr. Capasso's Mitoblast and Keto Lean Powder, remember you can go to XM or HealthyChoicesXM.com for today's special free shipping for all of our radio listeners, and or you can text him or text them at 
What is it? 512. <laughs> I got to get my notes. 512-210-0724. And they can also contact you as well, doctor. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you could go to, you know, if you're interested in an incredible mitochondrial supplement, this is something I formulated for myself because I was having a lot of mitochondrial issues mm-hmm. um, when I was in residency. You can go to mitoblast.com, M-I-T-O-B-L-A-S-T.com. Or call my office, 904-694-0992. Or if you're interested in doing the keto program, you can go to ketocompletediet.com, ketocompletediet.com. Or again, call my office, 904-694-0992. I've got, uh, and and speak to one of our nutritional specialists, and they'll help help, us. talk with you and and figure out what you're All right. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Cavazzo. Hold on the line. And we want to thank you for listening to Healthy Choices XM. We will see you next Saturday.